Hi guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry. You didn't establish it. You can go. Hi guys. Welcome back to Harping on the Past. A theater kid podcast where we talk about theater, past, present, and probably the future. Probably. I'm Sheridan. I'm Jacob. And this is episode seven. Episode seven. You know, if we wow. were to do this, like if we were to um, put it out like day after day after day, that's a whole week. That's like. That's Monday to Sunday, baby. And you that's know. Well, hot topic. On. Sorry. Yeah, that is a very hot topic. Do you consider the start of the week Sunday or Monday? Monday. How about you? You know, it's. I Are want, you a Sunday girly? I want to consider. Here's the. I'm trying to. I'm trying a new thing. So okay. I'm trying several new things here. Yeah. I'm trying a new thing to record the podcast on, and I'm trying to keep my microphone <laughs> on the table. And yeah, how do you I don't think that's it? gonna work. Um, no, you don't I'm trying. Like it. I do like it. It just feels very far away. I need it to be. Yeah, closer. I hear you. But okay, so the thing is, it's been ingrained in my brain since kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Or first grade, they were like, technically, Sunday is the start of the week. Because of the song. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I never had that song. You didn't learn that song? Not that I remember. I remember the months of the year. January, February, March, and April. Is that how you sang it? Yeah. May and June and July. I don't remember it being like that. Oh, that's the one we had. January, February, March, and April. May and June and July. August, September, September, October, October, November, November, December. December. Is that how yours went? These are the months of the year. Yeah, sorry, we can't. Wait, so then did we have the same song? I think so. Oh, why did it sound so different? Because I'm not a good singer. No, you're a brilliant singer. (laughs) And that's the T. Bye. (laughs) No, but anyway, back to the week. I just. Also, calendars, like. Sundays. Yeah, I say throw the calendar out. I don't care what it says all the way on the left. I am a Monday girly. My weekend is Saturday, Sunday. I I think for me, I I I call a weekend because you know it's the end of the week. I get it because the start of the work week usually is Monday. Yeah. So I totally get it. Yeah. But I I don't. I think for me, I don't want to start the the week working. No, I get that too. But also. Like, I now have a, a Monday to Friday job, so it very much feels like Saturday, Sunday are my... It doesn't matter. I was in school, high school, like middle school, high school, elementary school, uh-huh. and to me, Sunday was still the first day of the week. Really? Yeah. I've never felt that way. Ever. Oh, I have. That's so interesting. That's a hot topic, but... That's a whole, We're not here to discuss that. Jacob, how are you? Sheridan, you know, I'm actually doing pretty pretty well doing as well as can be how are you that is the question you know i'll be honest i am not good right i'm not good and that's what this is our platform is here this is our space we can talk about anything and everything we want it's been a rough couple of weeks we took last week off we did why did we take last week off uh you know it actually just kind of worked out in the cards to take it off Mm -hmm. um i would have liked to have done it but i actually was not feeling good Oh, that's right. And so, you were out of the country. I wasn't out of the country yet, but I was getting ready to leave the country. Oh. For those of you guys who don't know, we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but every time we leave the state, yeah. we say we're leaving the country. Yeah. Because we might as well be. And he was only one state over, but man. Yes. <sighs> man, it. oh man. It but, is not California. But yeah, I haven't been great. And you know, that's okay because I have wonderful people around mm-hmm. me. To lift me up. And, and it's okay not to be okay. Yeah, it's totally okay to not be okay. And, you know, it's been a long time coming. And I feel like as much as I am very sad and have been feeling my feelings, I cannot wait for this new chapter of my life to start. And I feel like it's only up from here. And I'm just, as much as I'm sad, I'm thankful for what I'm feeling. Do right. you know what I mean? Yeah. As much as I'm I'm very angry, I'm very upset, I'm very hurt. Um, I'm really thankful for the time I was given right. for this certain thing. Um, and I'm really excited for new adventures. Yeah, as and you should be. spend time on myself. Exactly. I feel like I have. It's time to heal and to learn and grow, baby. Yeah, and I feel like I've done a lot of that, a lot of growing lately. There's always room to grow, always room for more. 
But yeah. Yeah. Sorry to get a little no. downer. I mean, so like, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that you had that, you know, rough week and I totally it's get okay. it because as human beings, we're all going to go through that and it's so important to acknowledge it. You know, it's, yeah. you know, not everything has to always be, oh yeah, I'm so good. I'm so great. And, right. you know, being in touch with, you know, what you're feeling and what you're going through just makes you more human. So, I agree. You know. And I'm thankful for amazing friends like you to lift me up. And Tori, too. I love you. I love you. And I have a wonderful family around me. Um, and I'm just, you know, when things get hard, it's really important to surround yourself with your people. Yes. And this is a time where I'm very thankful for the people I have chosen to surround myself with. And I feel very loved and I feel very lifted up. You know what I mean? Yes. As much as everyone's like, oh my God, like that stinks. It does. They're still like, we're here for you. And also, sorry, because I know you've been talking to me. I'm sorry if, you know, I, I believe in the, as your best friend, it is my duty not to lie to you approach. Oh, you, no, you've been and great. I Lately, I'm just like, damn, I'm sorry. I've just been like... Sheridan, this is how it is. Right. Sorry. You know, sometimes like, we need tough oh God, love. But I don't think you've been that bad. I, I've been very thankful for everything you've said to me. Okay. Yeah, no. It's been great. Well, with that being said. Yeah. Um. So why are you getting fired? Oh my gosh. Why am I getting fired from the show? So we were just at In-N-Out and I didn't know what I was going to say. <clears throat> I love me some In-N-Out. But, you know, I it was brought to my attention. I completely forgot about this. I'm getting fired or not cast because I'm going to miss the show. What? Listen, I have a story. Because okay. I, you, everyone knows I'm a very on-time person. Everyone knows I... You're early to I'm early. everything. 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 Like, I would much rather sit in my car for 15 minutes than yeah. be, like, a minute late. Me too. So, in high school, we were doing Cinderella... Cinderella. Right? It was Cinderella it was, that this happened? I, I, I think so. Yeah. And we were getting makeup done, hair done. Well, I did my own hair. Um, We got, I'm pretty sure we got mic'd. And um, the girl, I know you're listening. Hey, girl. Who was playing my sister. Um, Her car broke. Her car broke down. And it was like maybe 30 minutes to the show. Like her car broke down on like, her way to on her way to the show on her way to the show. She was running late and her car broke down. She, luckily, she lived like not even a mile from from the school. Yeah, okay. from the school. And so we're in constant contact. And she was like, Sheridan, my car just broke down. And I was like, what? And um, I went up to our director and I said, hey, I need to go pick up this girl because uh, her car said and our director was like, checks his watch and he goes, okay. I said, I promise we're going to be back. It's going to be, it's going to be fine. Oh my gosh. It's so stressful. So I, I leave the school. I guess I wasn't in costume yet, but I was miked for sure. Okay. I left the school. I went to her house. I was on my way to her house. Her car turned back on as I was on my way. Um, and then I went to turn around and my car died. You're joking. I am not joking. I called her and I was like, my car just died. Oh my God. Like, we're going to miss the show. And our the other cast was not there that night. And how I was like, what is going on? How did your car die? Like, what, I don't know. There? So I was turning around in someone's driveway and I went to like back up and my car just went. And I was like, Goodbye. what? Wow. I was like, what are the odds like that this happens? It was insane. I turned my car off because it, it turned off but then you have to like turn it off right do you know what i mean and she was like well i'll come get you because it was on the way and then hold on i have to cough <coughs> Woo! Woo-hoo. excuse me um sorry if i just like broke your eardrums um and then i like took a deep breath and i was like oh my gosh i'm probably gonna miss the show but what's more important right now is getting my car back on because i'm stuck in the middle of a road my god i would freak out i was flipping out i i finally took my deep breath i turned it back on and it turned on and i was like oh my gosh and then we both got there and we both ran in got dressed and made it to places but man oh man did we think we were gonna miss that show i've never been more panicked 
I it's so like car trouble especially so terrifying like if you're not a car person yes freaks you out like my old car um used to have a problem where like if you stopped suddenly mm-hmm. the engine done <gasps> like it would it would, it go would just like yeah. idle out yeah idle out and I'd be like yeah same thing in the middle of the road it sometimes happened when I was going like up a hill or something oh it was yes that's happened to me before as so well so scary it is really scary like what the heck and then my current car. This only happened one time. It was after I changed the battery, and I think the battery was still, like, adjusting to the car. Mm-hmm. But the same thing. Like, I would, like, stop, and then all of a sudden it wouldn't go. <gasps> and I was on my way to a date, actually, when this was happening. And I didn't tell anyone I was going on the date, so I couldn't tell people where I was really going. <gasps> and I I was calling my uncle, and I was, like, trying to, like, come up with some sort of alibi. It was crazy. When anyway, was this? This was um, like a year ago? 2020, actually. I didn't know about this? Uh, I, I've told, I'm sure I've told you about this. Oh, okay. That, that's a whole, whole different topic. Um, <laughs> yes, it's very scary. And especially, like, I'm very much someone before a show who, um, like, I take my time. Yeah. I get there early so that I am not rushed. And I literally, like, ran through the door, put my costume on, and we made it to places. I'm the type of person where if the director is like, hey, call time is 530, I will be there at 5. Yeah. Like, I love being... I also love early. an empty dressing room, and yeah. I love, like, 10 minutes to myself. I love the whole being there extra early, getting, you know, it's it's a process, getting on the costume, mm-hmm. getting the character, like, just feeling your, the energy. I agree. You know. Jacob, why are you getting fired? I don't <sighs> know this. You know, I, there were so many things I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about this week? You what already, am I going to talk like, about? You always have these, like, great stories, and I'm like, I don't know. Okay, so I think for this week, this episode, I started thinking about it, like all the topics that we're going to talk about, and I was like, this is going to kind of be a heavier episode Okay. in actuality. Um, That's all right. Just because some of the subject matter we do talk about is a oh, bit more later serious. Oh, later on, yeah. Later on. Um, so I thought, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to go for it. I'm not getting cast or fired because I'm not speaking up. Oh. And let me just go and talk about this for a second yeah um you, i feel like we as people and human beings um constantly are observing and seeing things that are not right or we find socially correct mm-hmm. and whatever that may be for people um or people are speaking but not in a polite and respectful way and it's just so rude and hateful and I just, I gotta say, um, lately, there's been so much going on in our world, politically and socially, that, like, it's like, uh, I feel like I, I gotta start to say something, you know? Yeah. That's just where I'm at, so. Sometimes it's scary, though. It, like, totally scary. It's a really weird spot to be in when you have seen something that is clearly not right. Yes. And you feel like you need to speak up, but being scared to speak up because you don't want, like, the backlash of other people being mad that you spoke up. Mad or... that you spoke up. Or that you feel like you don't have all the information. Yes. Because we don't. And... But people don't want to admit that, no matter what the topic is. Yeah, sure. But, so, I don't know. So, we've talked about this. Like, I am a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. Um, I identify as bisexual. Mm -hmm. And I have for a while. um, A couple years now, I've, I've, like, formally came out, even though a lot of people had speculations and (laughs) questioned me. And, like, I I totally get it. And, you know, that's just how things are. And I just, I got to say, you know, like, especially like hearing conversations from people like around me and where I live, um, don't say that you love or support me when you don't love and support all of me. Yeah. And I'm... Okay, snaps for that, honey. I'm sick and tired of people coming up with that excuse like, oh, I don't hate gay people. I just don't think they should flaunt it. Or Mm. I don't think they should get married. Mm. like why mm-hmm. because it's something different to you or like how does that affect you mm-hmm. and people in the lgbt plus community are being targeted and are being told that they're a sin and that they're these terrible human beings and i just i'm tired of people pretending to be an ally when they're not yeah I'm tired of it. Damn. Um, okay. Like, if you see something and, like, 
like if you're watching anything and like you see like a gay or a homo like a homosexual like kiss or encounter and if you're uncomfortable and have to walk away or turn it off and say that that's just not what you believe you're homophobic (gasps) you are and i'm being honest you are and don't try to say like oh it's just like like don't try to make it sound like you're the victim in this situation because you're not you are purely homophobic and that's it period like educate yourself a little bit because Mm -hmm. and i just gotta say like people are always like you know i will love my kid no matter what like mm-hmm. and i'm i'm going to call you out no you won't i think most people don't genuinely love their kids when it comes to that they love the image or the idea of what they of what they want their kid to be mm-hmm. they don't love them and that's really really heartbreaking yeah. i've just been on that side of tiktok lately seeing all these people being like disowned and like shunned away Mm -hmm. and it's so so heartbreaking especially being in the theater community like that is our community those are our people Mm -hmm. you know like the theater community like i don't know if you know this there's a lot of gay people in theater Mm -hmm. like there are and i just if you are going to pretend to be fake around like and be fake around me then just don't i don't need to talk to you you know, mm-hmm. like go and educate yourself a little bit. And yeah, you know, I'm just sorry to bring this up, but it's been on my mind a little bit and I yeah. I wanted to talk about it. I think we, we also talked about um, how I hate that there is this pressure for people to come out. Yes. Like, yes. why is there not a pressure for people who identify as straight to come out? But there's a pressure on people who identify as gay or lesbian or queer or any of that or bi to come out like why why does it need to be a coming out why can't it just be like hey i am who i am i don't need to tell you and the unfortunate truth is most people will back their reasoning behind it being religious right and that's really unfortunate because uh their the bible is not was not written in plain English. Like it has been translated, rewritten and edited so many times over the years. So that's all I have to say about that. But also like when people want to say that young kids don't need to be introduced to this because they're too young. Mm -hmm. But wasn't, wasn't there someone on Twitter? What just happened on Twitter? Was someone coming out? Yes. I wasn't, um, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. So one of the stars of the Netflix series, um, at least I think this is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. One of the stars of the Netflix series, Heartstopper, um, came out as bi, Mm -hmm. but felt that he was forced to come out Mm -hmm. because... Because of people on Twitter? People on Twitter, social media, just all social media platforms were saying that he was queer baiting because he was seen holding hands with someone of the opposite sex. And because he plays an LGBT character in the show they that, that has him. to be his real life that wow. has to be him see i missed all that i just saw a lot of people saying i'm done with twitter like you force someone to come out like all kinds of stuff i didn't see the actual thing that happened it's it's really just it's so hateful and i you know that whole topic of like well kids don't need to know I'm like but yet we push you know heterosexuality mm-hmm. all the time like that's constantly there like people talk about their husbands and wives and if they're straight and like we have the prince and the princess stories you know like, that is okay and fine but mm-hmm. but as soon as it's same sex or um I, non-binary it's a right t- totally off the table i think it's also one of those like this is one of those taboo topics you know what i mean yes. that people just like shy away from talking about um it's i feel like it's in the same world as people saying that colors have a gender yes do you know what i mean yeah. like when people are like pink is for a girl and blue is for a boy like you can believe that that's fine like if you think that your little girl looks better in pink great like love that for them that's awesome but i hate when people say that colors like are inherently gendered and because i just don't believe that and i just find it i just find it very interesting that our world has done that yeah you know what i mean like a gender reveal like conditioned us and so many like i sometimes still find myself like i do too being like oh like pink girl i'm like wait a minute like wait why does that matter like right it doesn't Mm-hmm. And I had one time when I was working at Target, someone mm-hmm. returned a cup to me. They were a sippy cup. They were like, oh, yeah, I have to return this because I had a boy. Uh, I was like, like, who cares? It's a sippy cup. I was like, it's a purple sippy cup. Like, what if they like purple? Like, 
That's so funny that you say that because Colleen, someone that we watch yes. online, when she did a gender reveal of her twins, they just turned one. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's so cute. I remember that the store that they went to only had blue, pink, and purple for something. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, blue is going to be for a boy and purple is going to be for a girl or something like that. And I was like, I love that. Maybe they did green. I don't think they did. But you know what I mean? Like, she's very much on this side as well of, like, it doesn't yeah. really matter. And, you know, I just, it also makes me sad when parents, like, when a kid's like, hey, like, can I wear this pink shirt? Like, if it's a, a little boy, can I wear this pink shirt? No, you're a boy. Or, like. Yeah, and it's like, well, if they want to, like, then yeah. just let them. Or if there's something rainbow, mm-hmm. they're like, nope, you can't wear that. Yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. I mean, as long as, like, you're not going out, like. Like, with something rude mm-hmm. and offensive, like, on your shirt. I feel like when I have a kid, if my kid's like, Mom, I want to wear rainbow shoes, blue pants, and a yellow and pink shirt, I'd be like, not the best choice for fashion, like, but if you want to express yourself that way, you do you, boo-boo. Like, you, you do it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like my, like, mom self would be more like, that doesn't match. Oh, of course. <laughs> like, not because of, like, not because of the colors, the sex just or the gender they identify yeah. as, but. Wow. Sorry to get, like, <laughs> so deep. This is making me so nervous. Yeah, I don't know why. And this might be, you know, this will probably be very controversial, and I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but. Sometimes things got to be said, yeah. and um, that's who and, I am. And that's the thing. This I don't think any of this is directed towards one person, no, one set of people, because unfortunately, there are a lot of people who have the same views, same I think. Same mindset, yeah. So like, if you're listening to this, and maybe, not that anyone would think it's about them. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, it's not directed towards one person. It's, it's not. It, there's just so many people in the same mindset. So many. Yeah, and maybe it's, like, people would probably look at us and be like, they're young and naive. But it's like, no, we're adults. Like, we can make our own decisions now. I'm like, I'm an adult. And like I said, I've talked about this with you before. I think the thing is, like, with us being human beings, like, we just hate being wrong. Oh, yes. I hate being wrong. Like, we don't want to feel like we've done something that's incorrect or rude or offensive. Like, we don't want to feel like we're hurting people. So people, like, when we're calling people out now for things that wouldn't, like at the time we're like socially acceptable mm-hmm. and we're realizing that are not now they s- call us sensitive yeah they say that we're sensitive and that we yeah. care too much but i think it's just the fact that they're feeling hurt and yeah. embarrassed because they're being called out on something that they're thinking about now is probably wrong and even now like even like with you just saying that i fully believe everything that you just said but it does make me nervous you know what i mean because this is not a topic that like people talk about all the time and so i think it's cool that we're talking about it and and it's very much like you were saying like we're so scared of being wrong or being judged of you know what i mean and i right. think that inherently like at first i got really nervous but like it's not directed towards any one person not... you know because no. Yeah. You never know who's going to listen. And this is, first of all, this is our platform. Yeah. This is our space. Like, we Mm -hmm. are allowed to talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah. And as anyone should be on their own Facebook, social media, whatever. And I have, you know, muted and blocked people because they've made posts. I didn't comment back, like, when I saw something. But sometimes, you know, like, we want to speak up. But, you know, it's like sometimes you can't always change everyone's opinions and ideas. And sometimes it's not worth it. And it's not. So I just know I'm like, you do you, but I'm going to step away. And I don't need to look at your content anymore yeah. because I know what you And support. people don't know when you they don't. mute them. And so there's it's no like, harm. there's no harm, no foul. Any hoosies. So I'm sorry if you disagree. That's okay. That's totally fine. But like, yeah. it maybe this isn't your podcast. I don't know. But. And that's okay. Sorry to get a little deep. No, that's first okay. Topic, just, you know. Um. Also, really quick, before we continue, um, I don't know if you guys have seen our awesome artwork. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So when we first started this podcast, Jacob and I took a silly little picture on my couch. We were like, ooh, cute. And then um, I, one of my neighbors that I grew up with is um, an art major in college. And I was like, hey, would you want to maybe digitize this or like make us like cover art for our podcast Mm -hmm. and she was like yes i 
wood and she did it for us and it is so cool if you haven't had a chance to look at it i don't know how you wouldn't because it's like when you look at our podcast that's literally what's on it yeah, if you're listening to it then if, that's all you see but right. if you go on youtube and like only watch the the recorded versions um, oh yeah because i don't think we have the picture on our youtube oh on, we can on our channel if we if should we'll it. put it up there but yeah um, also go check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Yeah, leave us a review. Anchor, that's all that. what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Jillian Hall. She's amazing. Also her sister, Nicole. Nicole, we love is you too. So good at crocheting. Holy guac of freaking moly. Would they ever come on our podcast? Would they? Yeah. I'm yeah. speaking for them, but okay, yeah, great. I bet you they would. Guys, come come. Come hang on out our with podcast. Us. Hopefully you guys are listening. I'll text you. Um but I just, I felt bad because, like, we've had this art for a couple weeks and I've been meaning to say it, but I keep, I yeah. kept on forgetting. Um, also, I think she has Instagram, Jillian Alyssa Designs or something like that. I'll find it and I'll make and, sure. And we'll put it in the description yes. of the video. Description of the video. I'll try to, if I remember, I'm terrible at this, but I'm really, I'll try really to put it in it the, the video, like, put the handle on the screen. Right. Um, what else? Oh my gosh. You guys. This is a big moment for us. We have been talking about Jacob being in a show. Oh, I was like, what are we talking about? what? Jacob can finally talk about it because it was announced. And if you've already seen this on Instagram, you know what it is. But Jacob, take it away, baby. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so excited to like officially talk about, because I've talked about it on the podcast, but didn't say what the details were but i got cast in a show with a company called new village arts down in carlsbad um california and called new village arts <laughs> new village arts, new village arts California, um, doing a production of the fairy man and f-e-r-r-y fairy man because every time i say it, people are like like a fairy like 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 fairy like lgbt and i'm like no i mean i wish but no yeah um so yeah, in a production of The Ferryman, which opened on West End and then Was came, it there first? It was on West End first and then okay. opened on Broadway. And this will be the regional premiere of the show. Oh my gosh, and my best friend's gonna be in it. I'm so excited. This, is um, this was like one of the first plays that I actually read because I, I was in a class. Yeah. And you know me. I don't normally do the reading homework. We're not readers. We're not. I'm not. I am a reader. I love reading. But if someone tells me to read something, yeah, usually don't. It's a no read for it. me, dog. I don't want to read it. But I did mm-hmm. read the Ferryman, and I remember reading it and thinking, "Whoa! Like this is this was on Broadway. This isn't a musical. Like I could be in something like this. Like mm-hmm. that'd be so cool." And then it closed on Broadway, so I was like, "Okay, well, maybe if it ever comes yeah, back." Yeah, didn't we both read it for something? I read or it we for read parts of it, or I knew of it. I was in an acting studio class in college and I read it there. And then the cards just, you know, came to play. And one of our old friends, who's also a stage manager, sent me the theater's audition link. Is that how you found out about this? That's how I found out about it. I found out from you. Yes. And then I told you. Wow. I didn't know that you found out from her. Shout out to Victoria. I love you, Victoria. You listen to the podcast. Um, Hey. Yeah. I miss you, but thanks for sending me that link. Yeah. Um, so I submitted the audition. I auditioned with um, we had we had to do a monologue, two monologues, two monologues, two opposing monologues. Yes, and I did one from a show called The Hatmaker's Wife, and one from Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yes. So it was so much fun, and I found out about this casting in August, and here we are now in November, finally getting to share it on. Was it August media. that you found out? Yes. I thought you found out in, like, July. It was, like, the end of August, like, very end of August. Oh. I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was July. And it was pretty cool. We got to go to callbacks together. We did. Which was so fun. It was, in my opinion, the best callback I'd ever had. Yeah. Not me. It was my first professional callback, though. Yes. I should say that. Best professional callback I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, not for me. And that's okay. It was just, I, I went into it very much like, this is just a first for me do you know what i mean i was talking about more in terms of like like the two other times i'd gotten professional callbacks i've always just been by myself like i didn't have a friend and professional callbacks are so terrifying they are because it seems like everyone knows everyone they're all friends they're all talking about everything that they've done and the things that they have coming up like Mm -hmm. they're like oh i'm gonna be on the cruise ship oh i just did a national tour and i have two more auditions and callbacks right after this one so if i don't book it then i have these things and 
I'm usually just sitting there like, um, I'm in a college production of Almost Maine right now. So mm-hmm. those are my big plans. So having you there was so great. And yeah, and I met a really nice lady. Yes. She was so nice. She's We're friends so sweet. Now. I haven't talked to her. Uh, I, t- I went to another callback oh, and she right. was there and I saw her there. And Have you heard any more about that? Did you I'm go to the not. second one? No. Um, I'm in the middle of callbacks for another show, which I have not heard about. And I can't talk about that one yet either. But Aww. I actually have some more tea on that. And I'll tell you after we're done okay. the podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited to go see Jacob in this show. Okay, it's... I'm not in it very much. I will just say Jacob, that. Jacob, shut I know. Up. I know. It's fine. But you know, like. Living the dream. I was excited and also slightly disappointed at first, like when the cast list came out. Because. Mm. When I made it to the certain point in the callbacks, you know, you you set your goals mm-hmm. for something and that didn't happen. But I'm still so, so excited and grateful to be in the show. They showed yeah. us the set, like oh a little, a little model. Oh my gosh, is it going to be so cool? It's, first of all, this theater is very, um, very intimate, very tiny little intimate theater. So I was like, okay, so we're going to do this show probably like very adjusted. But in order to do this show, like you have to go through like rights and everything and mm-hmm. you got to like get permission we have to like do it like how they did it basically on broadway, on broadway. so the set is gorgeous and so intimate is like, it similar to what they did on broadway? it's similar i think it's backwards though like, oh you were telling me that but that's right other than that and there's going to be a lot of like pieces and factors that show up and yeah. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but yeah, I'm just so excited to come see you in it, and I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited. You guys should all go see it. Let's all. Oh my gosh, let's plan a date. All of us go together, and we'll have like a whole, like, squad there. I told we'll put my, his face on popsicle sticks. I told my coworkers, I was like, let's just call you know our boss and tell him to close the store early. Oh my one gosh, night. I used to do that at Build a Bear. That's just so to funny. you know, let's get everyone down there. But um, anyway. That's enough Enough about me. I'm so excited, enough. so, so grateful, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to start rehearsals. I'll start next month, official rehearsals. So, <gasps> fun, fun, very, very fun. exciting. We also wanted to talk about a cabaret oh that my god yes <gasps> why did it do that oh I don't know. I think it's probably just getting hot. Sorry, um, talking about our camera, the screen just got dim. I think it's just getting warm, so... I don't know. We'll keep an eye on Hopefully. that. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Anyway. I can turn on the fan. Huh. I just noticed the fan is not going. Turn it on Nor- one. Normally we always have the fan going. Yeah, that's true. Put it on two. Okay. I clicked the two. Sorry if you guys can hear it, but that might help. <laughs> I mean, normally you can't hear it, but you can always see the shadow in the video. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's I've funny. I always noticed it. But yeah, so Jacob was a part of a cabaret. That I was. Um, group called Slay Dreamers. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very cool down at the Diversionary, <laughs> Diversionary Theater down mm-hmm. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. Um, we worked with the amazing sound designer, sound technician, pianist, uh, Eliza. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire, Eliza Vidar. Yes. Um, who we've talked about on the podcast before. And I know she's listened to some of the episodes before. So thanks, Eliza. Yes. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so she just had me and a couple other theater nerds sing some songs from original musicals. Yes. And that was the plan. And by the time of the actual performance, mm-hmm. a lot of those plans had changed. Yeah. So, so Sheridan, why don't, why don't you tell them? Yeah. So I drove down because I was going to come support my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember getting, okay, no, let's back up. I had said, oh my God, I want to sing at one of these, maybe the next one, well, you know? Yeah. And um, I, I think I had just parked or I was like almost, I was about to park and I got a text message from you that said, hey, not saying like it's gonna for sure happen. But, like, maybe sing with me tonight. And I was like, huh? And honestly, I think I was a little bit under the weather, wasn't I? Yes. I think you were. Well, something was, like, was happening with my throat. There was just something wrong with your throat. Like, I don't think you were sick. But I it, think like, it was just scratchy. my cough that kept happening. I just had a weird cough for, like, two weeks. Was not sick. Nothing. Didn't we just go to Universal Studios also? Or was yeah, that after? Yeah, wait. Hmm. I don't know. To be completely honest with you, I don't remember. I know we went to Universal Studios, we but did. I can't remember if that was before 
or after. I think I it was remember. before. I think it was too. But um, my throat was like all funky and you were like, hey, someone wasn't able to show up. So can we sing a song? And I said, okay. And yes. so we sang Only Us. And I, I love that song. And for some reason, I forgot the words. That's okay. I forgot. I didn't know. First of all, I was in this cabaret. Jacob was so good. I messed up every single song. Listen, one thing I will say about Jacob James right here. He's a performer through and through. You know, he said, Sheridan, I'm not prepared. And I said, that's okay. And he went up there, brought the house down. Everyone was wrapped around his little finger. And everyone got so excited every time he came on stage because he performs. He's a funny man. And you know what? He commits to the bit. Okay, I will say, the first song they had me sing was luckily one that I had already known. Right. And I didn't even know it from the original source material. I knew it because of Glee. Come on, Glee. So I sang, look at me, I'm Sandra D." And, and I he said, didn't tell not one person he was going to pull out a wig. Oh, yeah. Not even Eliza. Nope. I told Eliza minutes before i went on stage that i, I was w- going to be doing that <laughs> i sat with jacob's boyfriend and jacob pulled out the wig and he leans over to me and he goes that's my wig from halloween from halloween <laughs> yeah i took it it was he, so funny he left it at my house and i Sorry. it was the most spur of the moment decision i was practicing the song in my bedroom and you found in it? the mirror and i like looked down and saw it and went i must I have to, because that's a, a bit she does in the movie. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that'd be funny. That so is so funny. I, I love that. I did that. But yeah, this cabaret originally had, I think, uh, four, no, five performers. Originally five. One of them had dropped out a few days before we oh, officially I didn't rehearsed. Know. And then one dropped out the night of because she was not feeling well. Yeah. So it was... Like, really, like, oh, my gosh. Like, right. that's a lot of songs like that. Yeah, it's a two-hour event. That's yeah. a lot of singing. And I was asked also to sing a song from a show that I love. I sang I'm Alive from Which Next to Normal. I was supposed and to sing. I did not do well. Holy cannoli. I'm surprised that I got asked to do the next one, like, well, fully. Listen. But, man, I was not proud of how I sang. Here's the thing. Sheridan LaRoe is what I call a fantastic singer. Thank she you. is. Like, she's so, so talented. So amazing. So the fact that she went up on that stage and performed two songs without rehearsal, like, was told an hour before the show was going up that she might sing. Didn't know what she was going to sing. Mm-hmm. Is incredible. And you sounded like the parts that, like, you knew and, like, weren't, like, fumbling for the words. Like, you, like your notes were fantastic. Thanks. So that's what... That's why you got asked to come back because you can sing and you're so talented. Thank you. So that's why. Like, it's not really. But man, I was up there singing I'm Alive and I was like, mm. And I remember there was the one part, the, ooh, whoa, whoa. And I was like, oh, this is my chance. Like, I better sing this part and not get that nervous about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I must. Like, I've been fumbling all the words and everything. I know this part. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll just do it. And everyone was like, yeah. Our friend Tori also sang. She had an impromptu performance, which, oh my gosh, I'm going to bring it up. I'm sorry. Okay. I hate to, to spill some tea. I'm going to take a sip tea. of my water. But so the the theme of this cabaret was original musicals. And we were down two people now at this point. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't know all my songs. I thought I did. I practiced and rehearsed them the night before and on my way there and all day before the cabaret. Thought I knew them, but you know, it's different when you get with the live accompaniment. It's scary, too. And I'm like, oh, wait, like, I, I think I knew this better when I was singing with the voices from the CD. Mm. Anyway, um, Tori, our friend who has been on our podcast before, was has been in the cabarets before and was asked to do a song. And they were like, oh, sing She's So Gone from Lemonade Mouth. Like, that's an original musical. And I mean, sure. Yes, it's been on Disney Channel. But like... So, like, we couldn't sing certain songs because they were based on things and had previous renditions. And th- th- we thought, or they thought, that Lemonade Mouth was completely original. And it, is it, it not? It is not original. What is it from? Lemonade Mouth is based on a book. Oh. There are two books. I didn't know that. Of Lemonade Mouth. Yeah. <gasps> and they're much darker than the Disney Channel movie, but they 
have source material. Like, it's based on something. So, but you know what? Tori slayed the house down. Boots, so good. Honey. Like, that she song so is good. incredible. So incredible. It so, was so good. It was it was fun. Overall, great time. Sheridan and I are actually doing the next one together. We are. So come see us at Divisionary Theater. December fourth. We'll be more prepared. <laughs> oh yes, I've already started practicing. Me too. The songs that like I know this time I am gonna sing. So I just sang one for Jacob. It still needs some work. That's okay. But you know but what? It's do, all in there. We have a duet already lined we up. We do have a duet. I hope I don't cry. And it's gonna be very <laughs> sweet. And I just. Yeah, I need to find some more songs to I did submit. you <gasps> It came back to life. The light in his back fix. to life. But yeah, um, cabaret. And then also this week, we're going to go see a show at our high school. We are, and this is a big one. Yeah. This is a, so at this point also, if you haven't already turned us off from Sorry. earlier topics, um, trigger warning probably for this next topic because oh, this yeah. is a much heavier topic mm-hmm. um and does deal with serious uh issues and it does talk about school shootings yeah um so if that does bother and upset you or if you're not comfortable here's your time to bow out and we hope to see you next week see you next week hopefully um, it'll be a lighter week yes um yes. yeah so this week we're gonna go see bang bang you're dead mm-hmm. um which is just sh- <laughs> oh my gosh which is a show that we did in high school yes and this they is do it sh- every year. Yes, it's a annual thing that we do every single year, and it is about a it's kid. about Columbine. It's about col- based on the Columbine shooting, um, but it's not about that specific oh, shooting. Right. It's an original, like a, a new story, mm-hmm. and it is about uh, a school shooting. Yeah, um, a kid goes to school and shoots five kids, and mm-hmm. and now the play is him set in modern day, um, dealing with the repercussions of that. Isn't it set in a jail cell? Usually in a jail cell. Sometimes people will set it in a mental oh, oh, facility. Um, okay. Um, but it's typically set in a jail cell. Yeah. Um, we, as I said, we did it every year when we were in high school and we mm-hmm. were in the drama three, four class. Yes. Um, and I think we should just talk about like our experiences with it. Yeah. So do you remember the first time you saw it? I do. Yeah. I was a freshman and I remember, I think someone got in trouble. Mm. So someone had to go on stage with their script. Interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. It was one of the ghosts. Okay. Um, Had the script. And you know what? Now thinking about it, I almost feel like it's more daunting um, to have the script during this show. Because it's a very fast moving. Super Very fresh. like... It's very much an ensemble piece. Yes. Where everyone is working together. So I can't imagine the pressure. Like, the person having the script was probably like, okay, great. But the other people, you have to know it because someone else has the script. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, they're going to be fumbling through it if you skip. And it is so easy to skip in this show. So, so incredibly easy. It's so cold right now. I want to. It's a little chilly. Yeah, it's it's the fan. I I want my blanket, but it's all the way over. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, so I saw it then, and I was like, oh, wow. And I I think I wanted to play Emily, who okay. is... One of the deceased mm-hmm, students. Was new Josh, the shooter. Yes. They were childhood friends. Yes. So there's Josh, who is the shooter, um, and then the, the main characters who show up the most is Josh, and then the five deceased students, Michael, Matt, or Maddie, um, depending on who's playing the role. Um, Katie. Katie. Emily. And Jesse. And Jesse, yes. Yeah. Um, and so when I auditioned for it, I think I auditioned for Emily, but I got Jesse. Okay. And I remember when I first did it, I was like a little sad that I got Jesse because Jesse and Matt are the two he didn't know. There are two students he had he never had right. a connection with. All the other ones he knew in school. Um, and I remember being a little bit sad and being like, oh, I got one of the ones that doesn't know him. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, wow. Like, I feel like that's who a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. Because you never know who it's going to be. Right. You know what I mean? I'm going to get up really quick. And get your blanket. Yeah, It's okay. I'll keep talking. Okay. Keep talking. Sorry. Um, I'm really close to the camera. But yeah. So this. Yeah. You're just all up in the camera space. That's okay. Um, 
But I think that those roles, I played the character Matt when I did it the first time too. And did you? I did. And I think that that is probably my favorite role in the show that I've had. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. You, um, I feel better. That moment of like realizing like people like that this person didn't even know has affected this person, like the families of these people. Like, yeah. And the lines in the show, like, they're just so, like, they're powerful and they really hit you. Like, the bullet that killed me pierced my parents' hearts. Pierced my family's hearts. Pierced my brothers' and sisters' hearts. Pierced the hearts of millions of people. Something, something, something. Just one bullet wounded hundreds. Thousands. Something like that. My goodness. See, the fact that we still know. Like, we know the lines. Like, it's it sticks with you. It really does. I mean, especially, we did it three times. The first time I saw the show, my freshman year, because it's, uh... Usually the the freshmen are required to go and see it, or they yeah not like required, the English classes, but yeah. the English freshman classes usually will take their kids to go and see the show. Mm-hmm. And I saw a very unique version of the show. Did you? I did. So the deceased's, which I have never seen anyone else do it this way, the deceased entered from all around the theater, um, and they all were wearing like these black cloaks and had flashlights. Um, it's and I think it's written in the original script that way. And they stuck to that idea. And no one, even not even I, when I directed it, did that. But so it, it was, but I was still like, whoa, like the show is Was that the intense. year I did it? I think, I didn't, I don't think I saw it. It wasn't you, my cast, but, but yes, I do not remember that happening. Yeah. I also, I think it was the same year, a different cast. They had all the, the voices from around. And I yes. thought that was super cool too. Oh, I do. Yeah. Um, I was... The kid who slapped me during um, Sleepy Hollow mm-hmm. played um, Josh, the shooter oh, really? that year. Yes, he was the, the one I saw. Did we ever do it together? Oh, we did! Yes, we did it together. My senior year. Yes. I played the mom. You did. There's nothing wrong with playing the mom. So, I yeah. I was just a little bummed. You know, every year, like, there's always something new and special that comes with the show and it's so intense like it's such an emotionally draining show and you guys can't see what i'm wearing but i i kind of based my outfit on that because it would take it was an all-day event to perform this for the school so we would get out of classes and we were performing sometimes twice and then if Mm -hmm. we weren't performing we were watching the other casts perform and then afterwards we had to go talk to we would go talk to the classrooms about what they saw if they had any questions things like that and it was meant to open up a dialogue and a conversation Mm -hmm. between the students which i think is great that they do that um and Mm -hmm. i think you know as long as it's conducted correctly Mm -hmm. it's a very powerful thing to do Mm -hmm. um but yeah just the emotional drain of it all and like just sitting in the theater all day and like just cuddling up with a blanket like it's intense like it's like very emotional like to step into the minds of these characters very much so and what makes it even more heartbreaking is you know like this is still our reality like Mm -hmm. like the other day there was another another fatal deadly shooting that there was there was yeah um on a college campus the other day um in california not in california oh i did not hear about um but yes this happened recently wow and it just blows my mind that you know Again, this is a topic that it will be debated and argued about forever, and I'm not going to speak on the whole subject because I'm not educated enough or know enough um, to fight everything. I But I will say, and there's no denying that there needs to be some sort of change, mm-hmm. um, and there needs to be some progression in certain areas of safety and um, well-being for people, and... So this show is just really something that I think a lot of people would benefit from seeing. Yeah. Um, because it really dives into not only like the effects of like what happens, but like the mental journey of like what's going on inside mm-hmm. of someone's head. And, you know, um, th- these things are scary to talk about, but not talking about them doesn't make the problem go away. Right. So, I agree. Yeah. Um, but my sophomore year and to be on the lighter side i remember getting cast and i was cast as um the new boyfriend um one of the deceased kids and everyone in that whole classroom decided that my cast that i was in was going to be the bad one 
What do you mean? So many people were like, Jacob, your cast is actually so good. I didn't think you guys were going to be good. <gasps> people said that? People said that. One particular person, too, I remember said this to me. And I was like, why would you say that to me? Like, that's Do so... I know them? Yeah, you do. We've... What's their name? Not like inco- like an incognito name that I'll know. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to say this incognito, but we've worked with um, their brother on productions after we've graduated. He's done choreography. I'm going to start thinking about this. Uh, Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. He played um, our... I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the print... I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but he said that to me, and I got it from several other people... Or, like, people would be like, I th- like we saw your cast, and we're like, oh, that's the weird cast. Didn't that happen to us our senior year? No, we that was that like was the... your senior year. Yeah, we were the oh, underdogs. Oh, I'm sorry. This was my junior year. I said sophomore year. This is my junior year when this oh, happened. Oh, yeah, when we were, like, the underdogs? Yes. Yeah. They said that. They were like, oh, you guys, we thought you were going to suck. And we didn't. We didn't. We were the... We were probably the closest cast. We were actually, I think, in my opinion, the best cast. Yeah. Um, like, as a whole cast. Like, people, I think they were like, oh, like, we saw who was playing your Josh, and we were like, that's not going to work. But mm. we had such a close bond yeah, during that production. Played, yeah. Our director was great. Our director was so fun. To... Our director, for, shout out to our director. I'm so excited. Um, She's just an incredible human mm-hmm. spirit, and I love her, and she is pregnant. And so <gasps> she just, is pregnant! I'm so excited for her. Like, that's so amazing. Um. But yeah, people were like, you're the underdog cast. And we had, we made three music videos. We did. They're on YouTube. Go look they them up. They are. Of us just having fun. Super fun. Like, I'm sorry, but we were great. I thought so. But that was your senior year. And do you want to talk about sure. so that someone, really quick? Um, the tea behind that? Wait, the tea behind what? The tea behind. Oh, me being exiled? Yeah. There was some tea there. Actually, there me and someone else were both exiled. You were. So there was some clicky clicks going on mm-hmm. and p- some people didn't like some people that's fine i was guilty by association that's fine whatever but it was very strategically cast yes. so that all the friends were in one cast together mm-hmm. and then me and my best friend at the time were split up yes and like I genuinely believe that the director we had was not taking part in that. No, she not at genuinely all. like just wanted me to be in her cast, and I think she was going to pick. She might have was going to pick my best friend at the time, but I don't know. I, I don't. I wasn't in the room. I don't know. I will say, and like I don't know how. Again, these are like from like people, other people. Like I was years there in the, ago. Years ago, I wasn't in the room. I do remember. What, at least one of the directors mentioning like, oh, we were mindful to separate to separate us, Sheridan and her best friend because, mm-hmm. um, and I'll just say it, you guys are powerful together. The two of you had a very loud, yeah, strong presence and yeah. nothing wrong with that. But I think there was just a fear, especially because you guys were like veterans with this show mm-hmm. that you guys would like I don't know maybe that we would cause drama. But honestly, we were not the ones. In there was a much no. stronger group there was that caused so much more drama i so desperately too wanted to be in that group you know what so did i but i was exiled and and I, you know what now looking at that group i'm fine no i'm, I'm i'll take great. a pass i'm and all right i just i it was one of those groups where like they were like considered you know some of the cool drama kids mm. and who doesn't want to be in that group you know like i right. had been doing shows with them since i was in sixth grade yeah. like i wanted to be a part of that but every time i was with them it always felt like they were talking around me while i was there mm. like i never knew when i was included yeah like and like their plans to like go hang out outside of school mm-hmm. and everything and we've even had encounters with these people after we've graduated high school mm-hmm. and it has felt the same way yeah, I would agree. And I'm like, that is really... I don't know if any of them listen to this. Probably not. It's just so crazy that, like, I wish I could tell people... Like, when you're in high school, so many adults are like, it's going to fly by. Like, you don't even know what's going to happen in the rest of your life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, you get so much advice of, like, take it all in, all kinds of stuff like that. But I wish I could tell 
my high school self, like, it is not that serious. It's not. And, like, you find out who your real friends are afterwards. Yeah. Like, it's not that serious. I will say my senior year felt a lot less drama-filled. Oh, yeah. My class was awful. And I, I told some of the this after, too. I was like, guys, I, I'm sorry, but your senior class was not fun. Like, there not was fun. drama. And, like, mm-hmm. and they're like, what? No, we weren't. I was like, yeah, there was, like, divisions amongst you guys. Very and much so. All, like, this. You've un- talked to people from. Yeah. Because some of them we were friends with after mm-hmm. we graduated and we were friends with them and went to college with them. And um, they were still friends with some of them from that group as well um and i don't think they're friends me with, trying to remember friends who with we're them either about. but mm-hmm. yeah so but then my senior year was a lot less drama free and that was the year i directed bang bang you're dead yeah and i was so stressed because that was the first year our high school director decided to make the show an in the round show oh which i think is task. genius now like i think it's great oh it makes complete sense for the show like it's wonderful but i like doing being the first group to do that i was so so nervous and yeah um there was drama behind getting the directors for that show there was always drama but this one wasn't because of the students i would feel like this was more of our director being a little little mean about the situation um because there were so many kids in our drama class and there's 13 characters in the show. And these 13 characters includes one character called the drummer, who is like a cellmate. And they only have two or three lines in the whole show, and then they're done. And we had to cast someone in that role because we had to put someone everywhere. And oh, there was no, you're playing this and this. Yes, there was no doubling up on roles this time mm. around. And so to help avoid that, we ended up, we started off with four different casts because normally the classroom has three different casts that we would rotate around, Mm -hmm. but we had four to begin with and we would have to do the doubling up of roles. And one of the directors wanted to cast someone who was female identifying as the school shooter because he loved her, her acting and thought she would have been a great performer for the role. Mm -hmm. And our high school director, who was technically like the producer of this project, was like, no, because it's never happened historically. There's never been a female school shooter. Yeah. So it can't happen. I don't like that. I don't either. You know, it's it's an art. And I think that there is room for, you know, interpretation or whatever scenario. I don't know. I, I don't think they should take away from an actor just because of the their gender. Like, and it's a show where it's not so serious to the plot you know right it's not like a huge plot defining thing do you remember any cool like directorial directorial um decisions that you thought were like super cool like not even you being the director that could be or um like someone doing a cool direction like my sophomore it was either my sophomore year or my junior year um my director had all of us deceased um Normally, they're wearing a white shirt, black pants, or a white shirt and jeans the whole show. Um, Our director had us in normal clothes Mm -hmm. because it was like we were um, still alive. Right. And then at the end, we had the t-shirt on. And I just, that stuck out to me. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. I So when I took my turn as director, I borrowed heavily from both of my previous directors because they had things that, to me, felt like really sharp and strong Mm -hmm. decisions. And a lot of that was the blocking. Like there was a cool moment where like the characters are all in like a school assembly and like we come back to the present moment Mm -hmm. and the deceased characters each slowly one by one, like turn their head towards Josh, who's like sitting in the middle of all of them and all their heads Mm -hmm. go towards him. So I I took that. Um, And then just honestly, like the the feeling that I wanted to make sure that was captured the most was just the true like human feeling, and I didn't want it to sound robotic. Mm-hmm. And I think my cast did a really good job of that. And the actor I had playing Josh, who's a really great buddy of mine, he's so talented, mm-hmm. was so sweet. He would always come up to me during rehearsals. He was like, "Okay, what can I do? Like, is there anything that you want me to to change? Or like, do you have have like any like specific notes?" And I would give him the notes, and he would work on them and apply them and 
in my opinion, like the best Josh I've ever seen in that yes, show. I love but that. I think every director who's directed that show should think that the show they directed is the best yeah, version of the show they've done. I also wanted to ask you, so you know how in the show, in the script, it yes. doesn't say like scene one, scene two. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say any of that. Did you have any fun names for the different parts, like to keep us on track? Like no. I know that a lot of people called like there was the book scene. Yes. I mean there was like the classroom scene. There was the assembly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you have any of those? No. So I mean, like we all called the buck scene the buck scene. Everyone did because that that scene is so hard. It's so long too. It's long, it's fast. If you get off track, you you've basically ruined the whole show. Yes. It's oh my gosh. There's so many just like characters saying one word. Mm-hmm. And like they all have to piggyback and play into each other. But since I was the first year doing the in the round. <sighs> uh-huh. Most people were smart. Apparently, my brain didn't work. People were smart to say north, east, south, west for like the sides of the stage. So they knew where they were looking. I was like, A, B, C, and D. (laughs) And this is, the aisle is A, B, and this aisle is C, D. Jacob, if I was in that show, I'd be like, you have to give me a different name. Yeah, I would literally I, be like, I can't, I, I, my brain doesn't comprehend. I felt really but, bad, but oh. my cast got it, and we worked through it. I did have to change since it was in the round. I did take liberties, like some yeah. scenes were like sitting in an office, and I was like, no, um, I don't want us to be stuck or still somewhere too long because I'd never done an in the round show before, mm-hmm. so I like had them walk around instead, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I. I, I followed a very, I feel like, simple or traditional pattern of the show, but had, you know, like a lot of feeling. And the first thing I did that people did the year after was Josh says the final lines with the deceased. Oh, I like that. Um, So it's like you realize, like, he's thinking all these things, too. Because you can tell that they're in this. Yes. Head. And That's amazing. that was great. And I got so many compliments on that. <gasps> Sorry, but- our friend. Our friend Tori just texted me a funny thing about a show. Oh. Any hoosies. But yeah, so. Chris, thank you for sticking with us through this uh, a little bit uh, taboo. Taboo. Very heavy episode. And again, this is not about any one person. Please do not take offense to what we are saying. It's just how we feel. Just ponder. Or, you know, do some self-reflection. Yeah, do some reflecting. And um, I wish we could reach so many more people than we do. Do you yeah, know what I mean? You know, like, I wish this could be on, like, a billboard in Times Square where people are like, I'll reflect oh, on that. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that just, like, furthers, like, it's really not about one person. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's several people, like, and I hate to say it, like, some of it is my family, like, or yeah. people, like, close in my family. Right. That, like, I've noticed and observed behavior that I'm like, come on, like. See, and we just observe so much and we're just like, it's time. It's time to speak up. So, but yeah, show, we're seeing a show this week, seeing Bang Bang, You're Dead. We're going to go see it. I'm so excited. I'm curious to see. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's been a a couple years because we had COVID and then, Mm -hmm. you know, just other, you know, life things. So I just haven't gone to see it. But I'm just curious to see what this new group of actors does to the show. It's always so exciting. with these fresh eyes. Yeah, to like see what they do with the script and how they interpret things but you know yeah yeah thanks for hanging out with me tonight jacob yeah anytime thanks for um letting me invade your house again anytime you know i love being in our studio as your grandpa calls it yeah i've really turned it into uh, a filming space you know i just (laughs) i i look around at like the space like behind the camera and i'm like if the people could see there's a lot of when we yeah. live together stuff that I don't like use. There's, there's a, a little, blanket. There's a, a little black. box TV over there. Like like one of the that, old ones with like the box in the back of it. That doesn't work. It, it's it's here. Like, is mm-hmm. there a VCR attached to it? Like Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sorry, a VCR, you know, like the things with like a tape <laughs> that like you have to like yeah. before the DVD was a thing. Yeah. We have a shake weight. We have a blanket as a backdrop. There's like a, we have my ring light. A torture rack. It's not a thing, torture rack. But that it looks like one. No, that is a. 
I can't think of what it's called. But it's where you like pop your back. You hang upside down. It's an inversion table. There we go. It's an inversion table. Um, I also have all my crochet stuff. Uh, I have a journal. What else do I have? Oh, my book so that I can learn how to do calligraphy. We have the other couch, which we sat on when Tori was here. Yeah, we got some gnomes to our right. Yeah. I like how we're just giving people a description of your room. Um, Over my right shoulder, you'll find a bunch of movies, DVDs, if you will, alphabetized. To my left. I believe those are all TV shows to your left. Oh, my mistake. Actually, I could be wrong. I know a good portion of the left is... TV shows, the the rest is overflown. And I will say, I do have a confession. I know your shelf is, in fact, alphabetized. Yeah. But I have taken some liberties when I've seen it. And you fixed it? Listen, when you put all the Harry Potter movies together, (laughs) I know there is an alphabetical order to them. Did you put them in the right order? I put them in the release order, the numerical order, because I'm sorry, because that's how they are. And just every time I saw it, it would bother me. And then sometimes I would see... The letter M, just with the B's for some reason. And I was yeah. like, why is that there? You no, know, we never look at it. Maybe I should go through it. And Anyways, we're rambling. We're just rambling. talking about my house. Um, Any hoozies. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. We'll and it's basically Christmas. <gasps> um, it's Christmas. No. There's Thanksgiving next week. There is. But okay. Come on. Who likes Thanksgiving? I have to work next week. I mean, I like eating food, but I don't like the holiday Thanksgiving. Don't talk to me about it. Which I know. We, Thanksgiving we is my favorite holiday. Want to know why? Get into that. It's not about the indigenous stuff that everyone talks about. Do you know what I mean? I understand that it's a holiday that. That's why it was be... created. Okay, I get that. But this is my thing. I this will be the last thing we say. I love Thanksgiving because it's about family and gathering and being thankful for each other without the pressure of giving gifts like it is at Christmas. And And that's why I love it. And the food, mashed potatoes, turkey. I support that. But I think we just need to find a different day. Like, that's not Thanksgiving. I don't know. Something else. Giving thanks day? Giving thanks day. (laughs) Because... I'm, but the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, when they do all the Broadway things. That is cool. Okay. I, I'll give it my that. Jam. Okay. And the day after now is Indigenous People's Day, I think, is like the official day. So not Black Friday. It's Indigenous People Day, which is cool. So, but anyway, I think we're done for today. Yeah. Okay. Love you long time. Love you long time. Thanks for watching. Bye. 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 Yeah.